This vampire the ghost in this episode is called Peg Heavy Funk Zone. We discuss the electro groove of Mother Funk That Scene. So Mother Funk That Scene is heavily inspired by George Clinton, P-Funk, and Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, we were heavily inspired by the concept of like funk and and all the sonic goodness that comes from that kind of beat. However, you know, the lyrics are probably more inspired than the music. Um, uh, the, the vibe of the song is, is P-Funk, but it's got a more modern feel. This song is using uh, two kind of opposing technologies. We're using the Teenage Engineering OPZ that we use the sampling mode, which was just introduced in the latest upgrade to the OS of the Teenage Engineering OPZ. So we did a sample of my voice uh, swearing, basically saying something about like, fuck you. And we ran it uh, through the OPZ and played with um, the OPZ sequencer to create a basic track uh, that has the sample plus a bunch of other tracks using the kick and the bass and the drum, uh, the snare, um, the lead, and the um, and, and the the symbol one is, uh, we also used our pegiator and maybe a chord as well. Then on top of that, uh, well, we recorded this directly into a Zoom R24. All the tracks from the OPZ come on tracks one and two of the Zoom R24 digital recorder. Then we took our modular gear that we have run into an MX1 performance mixer and we ran, um, uh, two different modes. We ran the Moog Mother 32 using a Juno GI through MIDI to run some lead lines. We also ran that Mother 32 through a Make Noise um, math utility module, which does logarithmic and exponential processing of the CV signal. Uh, it made this kind of distorted sonic goodness that you can get from a Moog. Uh, we also have a DFAM uh, running a sequence in the background on tracks three and four. So there's a lot of sound of goodness going on on three and four. We've got the Moogs running through a match module in the Eurorack. We're using the Arturia 6U solution. And just to forget to talk about is um, the Teenage Engineering OPZ when we recorded it, uh, we used the MX1 performance mixer to live uh, performance mix the feed of our playback. So we ran the playback directly into the MX-1 and then we did some variations on the effects from the bit crush to a digital delay to a flanger. So throughout the song, you hear the Teenage Engineering tracks one and two being affected in real time on, on those tracks by either a digital delay, a bit crush or a flanger. Um, and then uh, the voice for... Um, Josephine Electric, that we did the vocal track on a VT4, um, actually has, um, you know, us going through the MX1 performance mixer using uh, a digital delay on her voice. And um, we did a lead line on the Mother 32 on another track. So we introduced that. And then in the middle of the song, uh, during the recording, of um, the OPZ, we used uh, a digital pad from the Juno GI synth. 
So there's a lot of sonic goodness going on. There's a six tracks that were used, uh, six stereo tracks. Uh, and we feel the song is, is, is basically, you know, Josephine's kind of talking about people who are not tolerant of others' sexuality and basically saying mother funk that that scene of the people who don't tolerate those people who don't want to go by pronouns. And she talked about a, a girl who might be want to be called he and the guy might want to wear a dress and another person that might not want to be labeled. And, uh, you know, people who are kind of corn fed, <laughs> kind of conservative, uh, kind of straight laced people she don't want them on the scene because they don't like her and they don't like her friends. And that's basically the song is kind of her lashing out at those who don't let others be what or who they be. And that's what the song is about. And so we, uh, we kind of have embraced, you know, uh, a lot of things in our music, you know, from digital to analog to talking about sensuality and sexuality and politics and this song is, is, is not that different. We've included the YouTube video that we created for it uh, and the SoundCloud link. We'd appreciate folks if they uh, check us out and uh, become a sponsor or supporter of the show. We interview indie, indie artists from around the world. We interviewed Blue Bones Music from London, uh, a singer-songwriter from London this week. We're going to be interviewing several other folks coming up in the future. I'm looking at my calendar right now to um, give you guys a heads up of who is going to be on the Fan Blocker Ghost interview show. So coming up this month, we're going to look at um, on Wednesday, we're going to talk to Karim Zephania, um, and, and that's going to be a pretty cool interview. I found her on Instagram, and she was uh, vibing to the ghost, and I vibing to her. So we're going to talk to her, and then we're going to also talk to, um, on, a, on a Sunday, um, which I'm trying to find out what Sunday I was going to do this on, I believe we're going to talk to, you know, it's always hard uh, to figure out, okay, yeah, we're going to talk to Mora Morphe on Sunday, August 4th. So we're pretty excited about those interviews. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think we have another one that we're trying to set up. So we're going to, we're going to be, um, talking about more interviews. And like I said, if you're a band and you like the ghost, then, uh, check us out. We're, we're entertaining. Uh, we were approached about going and playing, a music festival in um, New Jersey. Um, it looks like it's going to happen in um, June 26th and 27th of 2020. It's going to be the Lexington Pride Festival. Uh, and we've told them that we'd do it if we can get at least a 20, 30 minute set. So, you know, that's interesting for us. We're going to prep for that. There's some things we want to add to our sonic arsenal. We want to add a Moog matriarch. We want to change our microphone, our wireless mic system to go Sennheimer, Sennheimer, uh, which we previously had, um, and just beef up some of our 
some of our uh, recording equipment. Uh, maybe get a Tascam Model 24 and some um, um, some other sonic goodness and Neve um, recording equipment. But yeah, and we're always looking to get the next big poly synth. We still love uh, the Roland System 8. We think uh, for $1,400, that's a very good deal for a poly synth. If you're a touring musician, they can do a lot from doing a Juno 106 to a 108. I mean, a Juno 106 to a Jupiter 8, uh, it's basic regular sound engine. very powerful. They can do like a lot of other things. They can, think they can do all the mono sense that the System 1 can do. So it could do like a System 100, 100. It could do a SH-101. And so, yeah, it's a very powerful sense. It's not for function, and it's got a lot of emulation. It's got a lot of cap capability. Um, we, we were hoping that Roland would make a, a bigger version of it with a bigger keyboard and maybe call a System 16 that that would provide a 16-voice Jupiter 8, a 16-voice 106. Mm -hmm. That would be uh, really cool and put Roland on the cutting edge if they could do that and if maybe they could reformat the function and look of it to look more like a Jupiter or a 106 uh, and then have better uh, better casing for it and they extend it to 61 keys, uh, we think that would be a really competitive instrument because we're looking at the Moog Matriarch, which we feel is a very awesome uh, paraphonic synth that we'd like to put in our um, in our sonic arsenal. The other thing which is not really available yet is the UDO Super 6, which could be the, the poly scent that everybody wants for touring going forward, but until it actually comes out, uh, we would have to wait on it. But the two scents we really like today, you know, in our in our scent uh, recommendation is uh, from a poly scent kind of keyboard standpoint, we, we really love uh, the System 8 and we love the Matriarch from Moog. But then if you're going to have cost no object, probably the profit um, XL, if you were uh, doing soundtracks, you're doing performances, he's got awesome pianos, he's got the ability to emulate a Prophet 5 um, and some other, I think it also can do a Prophet 10 and they can do maybe the, the VS uh, and then it's got those samples from ADO with the, 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 the 1920 uh, piano, grand piano sounds on it, plus the just the modulation capabilities of a profit. I've never been able to get into the profit workflow um, at the same level. I think that the Roland and Moog workflows, I think are a little bit easier to understand. Um, but the profit workflow, if you work on it, is very um, powerful. and can do a lot of things. And so I'm, I'm always interested in that. And if like money is no object, uh, the profit XL and then the other one would be the Moog one. If Moog was ever listening, and I'd love to get one for free, but you know they're not going to probably do that based on my current status as an indie musician. Yeah, but the Moog one is like you know I don't know if you'd ever bring it on the road. It's so expensive, uh, but it would be a great studio machine. Um, the one you'd bring on the road is the System Eight, and then you know the other one would be the um, UDO uh, Super Six. Um, but the profit. And the Moog one, you probably don't want to bring on the road. The Matriarch, you could bring on the road. So that, that gives you a lot of cool options. And we think the Matriarch, because it's paraphonic, gives you, you, you have to kind of relearn how you play a little bit. 
uh, to use it. Uh, you might still need to have something like a Juno with it because um, it can't replace all the stuff that you would do. Um, unlike like a like um, a Prophet XL would basically be like your go-to synth on stage, along with um, the the uh, System Eight is a really good go-to synth. So I'll talk to you guys later, and we'll 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 keep on interviewing artists from around the world. Thank you for your support. Peg loves it.
Psychic vampire to be complete. 